and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out Podcast, now part of the Hopped Up Network. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Alright, so this is going to be a light episode, and I have my favorite co-host slash wife slash life partner slash everything, Allison, with me. Hey, everybody! Yeah, and as you know from the previous episode or previous couple episodes, uh, Saf and Keith have been holding down the fort. Yeah, literally. Hardcore. Yeah, because it's just them. Uh, we currently. moved. Yeah, currently, we have moved to Indianapolis to Carmel for work, and we are trying to make this work. Yes. Literally. Huh. Uh, Pale just had his baby. Congratulations. And yeah, I guess Kayla's the one who delivered the baby, but <laughs> you know, I was just growing inside her the yeah. whole time. It's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> she understands, I'm sure. By now, a couple weeks old, probably. By the time people listen to this? Yeah, by the time this yeah. goes live, a couple weeks old. So congrats to him, hopefully. And her. Uh, and her. Congrats yeah. to them. Uh, and we'll make sure that, you know, we check in on it with them and see how things are going. Uh, currently, it's been very busy uh, packing, unpacking, moving, starting jobs, you know, figuring things out. Uh, but I'm happy to have my lovely wife, who's so awesome at things, that I don't have to worry about it. Yay! So this episode, as Dustin didn't quite get to mention yet, is all about our first pit stop of our honeymoon, where we went to a local brewery in Hollywood, California, wow, Hollywood, California, Hollywood, Florida, Fort Lauderdale area, and we went to go have a appetizer slash snack around, you know, middle of the day, around 1130-ish, because we had just had breakfast around, you know, 10, so we had breakfast late. And we walked in, and it was a local brewery where they had all the stuff right there, so you could see all their process. And we walked up to the guy, well, the guy walked up to us and said, what would you like? And we're like, we will have a flight of everything, please. And he was like, what? I was like, we'll take one of everything. Can we have a flight with one of everything? And he's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So he ended up giving us three flights. With uh, four beers in each of these flights, except for one. Except one for one, three. we yeah we missed out on one. There's eleven beers that we got a part of this. Uh, so I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, geography uh, for this brewery, and then we'll get into the background as well. Uh, so this brewery is in Hollywood, Florida, as Allison stated, but it's on 290 North Boardwalk, so it's. Uh, Along the boardwalk. You can see the ocean. It's pretty. It is pretty. It's a nice view. Um, If you are from the area, it's between Polk and Tyler Street. I only wrote that in there because those are uh, former presidents. So it was pretty pretty interesting to say that. Uh, This is located on the beach itself, which is just fantastic. Um, The appetizer that we did decide to go with were Bavarian pretzels. Uh, which is pretty good. You know, Our favorite. Yeah. We, everywhere we go, we got to get pretzels. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, even on the podcast, we usually have pretzels, and I snack on them, and I give uh, Spock a few of them as I'm snacking. Yeah, but hard pretzels and, like, warm pretzels, mm, there's, there, yeah, you can't compare those two things, so it's not even. But still, regardless, moving on. All okay. right, so we are going to pull up the About Us section for Hollywood Brewing Company. Uh, Just a little bit of history about them. Hollywood Brewing Company was born on the beach and inspired by the bold refreshment life has to offer. The sand, the sun, and the seashells guide our essence and quality ingredients master our brews. We believe whatever you do, it should be enjoyed. 
Our beer is crafted for maximum joy in small batches using 100% pure and natural ingredients, carefully selected to bring out the cleanest, most crisp flavors. Our recipes stem from rich European sources, paving our ability to create unique American beers. Our brews contain complex hops and malt blends, characterized with the local fruits and the exotic spices, brewed and bottled in Hollywood, Florida, for those to love to enjoy. So, like we said, we had 11 of their beers, which were all their own creation. Well, one of those 11 was like a, a split, so it was two of their other beers. So, technically, 10 individual fresh their own brews. Yeah. So, going down the list... This is the list that we had them, by the way. Yes, it was in order. This is the way the bartender gave them to us and was like, here, drink them this way, which I may or may not have done it differently, but whatever. First, we had the Belgian Ale, followed by the Limon Lager, the Pale Ale, the Wheat, which is, that was a... Was that a wheat, Pale too? No, that was just a regular It's a wheat. Pale Wheat. A Pale Wheat, yeah. There was a Mango IPA, an Imperial Stout, a Fresh Hop Pilsner, an amber lager, a light lager, and then pineapple wheat. And then the final one was a 50-50 with the pineapple and... The mango. The mango. Yep. So. Uh, these are the names that were presented to us, but then the website plus uh, uh, Untapped had a little bit different of names for them. Uh, so I tried to match as best that I could. Uh, so we'll, we'll go through these uh, one by one and talk about them. Uh, and we'll, we'll pretty much have a untapped score, beer advocate score, rate beer score, and then possibly a description from the website. But not every one of these have a website uh, description, so definitely need to you know update that. And not all of them have all of those options as far as scoring either. So yeah. we'll give you what we have. Right. But other than that, you know, life. Yeah. So, the first beer on the flight that we got was the Belgian Ale. It was a darker color drink. It was pretty good. Uh, 7.7 ABVs and non-applicable IBUs that came straight for Untapped because there's no website uh, for this. Beer Advocate did not have a score, but it actually was on the website. And people were commenting on it and just not a whole lot of ratings for that. Rate Beer gave it a 45 overall and a 46 style, which means that Rate Beer didn't like it that much. Did you say the untapped score? No. No. Um, for me personally, uh, it did not taste all that much like a Belgian, uh, but it had some decent flavors. It was fruity and some nutty, uh, but definitely not a you know, not a BPA as a lot of the. Uh, websites were saying this Belgian pale ale would be good. Uh, the website wasn't up to date, so I didn't have the IBUs. Uh, but if I had to guess, if I had to lean on something, it probably would be roughly 30 IBUs because it is a pale ale, Belgian pale ale. Uh, Untap gave it a 3.41, um, and then I gave it a three and a quarter. Yeah, I think we both kind of decided on that together. You were like, what do you think? And I was like, eh thinking like a 3.25 and you're like that's exactly what i was thinking so. yeah i think most of these we have the same scores or close. i just adjusted it to match like hers like if mine was we close like enough averaged them out yeah basically so, yeah. basically um but yeah i mean other than that right. it, it just yeah it was okay it wasn't overly impressive either no, no. but that, i guess that's what you get for having an organic brewery that doesn't necessarily have to be true though 
It's just, you know, it's their own interpretation of what it should be. Just like with any beer, any style, you know, everyone has their own interpretation of what something should taste like or be like. So, yeah, it's just their personal. Plus, they're probably doing it lighter than what normally would be because that would sell more on a beach, right? Like nobody, not a whole lot of people, not nobody, but not a whole lot of people are going to want a dark, heavy beer when you're sitting on, you know, the beach in 90 degrees and whatever. So you have to take that into consideration too. We're not talking Indiana beers where people are like, yeah, I need a stout because it's getting cold outside. You're talking Florida beers. Yeah, that's true. So just something to keep in mind. We're not talking our traditional in beers. Right. All outs. Next up, the limon lager. Yeah, it's fancy. It's not lemon. It's not lime. It's limon. Limon. Uh, <laughs> Four point two ABV, so it's very light. Uh, not a whole lot of alcohol. Uh, not very bitter. Uh, but I couldn't really tell you what the IBUs are. Those are unapplicable or not applicable. Uh, there was no score for BA. No score on rapier. Um, and basically. My first impression of this is it tastes like I was drinking a Corona with a lime. <laughs> and if I'm drinking a Corona with a lime, I know what I'm getting. But if I, you know, have this, I'm expecting a little something. Yeah, I was expecting more of like a lemon-lime flavor mixed with like a Miller Lite, and that's definitely not what I got at all. Yeah, it's it was... maybe like a Bud Light lime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not. It wasn't even like, I don't know. Yeah. It was definitely, you could taste the, like, lemony. Yeah, it was kind of sour. kind of tasted like a sour, but not quite a full sour. Yeah, it wasn't there enough to be an actual sour. So it's like a a very weak sour, or like just a lemony lager. But it wasn't, I don't know. Eh, it was yeah. eh. Yeah. It's drinkable, but it wasn't, like, something I'd be like, I need that right now, as I sit on the beach with my little umbrella. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, now that I know what it is, I'd probably go back in there and drink it if, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I want a Corona. Yeah, something and, that style. Yeah. I think probably would be better. Uh, Untapped had it at a 3.34, and we had it about uh, 2. 2.75-ish, yeah. around there. Around there. A little less than 3. Could have been bumped up to a 3, possibly, if we were expecting a Corona. But I would never rate a Corona above a three, so. <laughs> so uh, it's basically a line. Yeah, if I had to guess for an IBUs, I would say it is in like the uh, the teens. Teens to twenties. Te- yeah, teens to twenties. Uh, it was. I mean, it's all right. It's roughly the same. Let's say, let's just look up an, the IBUs for Bud Light Lime and say <laughs> it's that. You know, right? It's essentially that. Next was the Pale Ale. Paleos are not my favorite thing in the world, so this was more of a Dustin concern than it was for me. Um, so 5.5 ABV, 45 IBUs. There were no scores on either Beer Advocate or Rate Beer, so you know we kind of went in a little bit blind as far as that goes. Yep. And then the website calls this beer a... Here's the description. The amber looks gives way to a big grapefruit aroma... American two-row malt and European grains, along with late kettle additions of Amarillo, El Dorado, and Cascade hops, create an overall refreshing brew. And I say meh to all of that. <laughs> That's because you don't like IPAs. Yeah, but still. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
this didn't really have that much of a grapefruit flavor, if I can I feel remember. Like pale needs to have this beer. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I do remember like a little bit of a fruity taste, like kind of like a soury type of thing. I think you could smell it more than you mm-hmm. could taste it, as is usual when you have fruit in beer in yeah. general. But overall, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't overpowering IPA, and it wasn't underwhelming. Um, everyone seemed to hate it on on tap, though. <laughs> it just, I was. I was on there, and everyone's like shitting on this beer. Um, so they it makes gave it a score of three point four two overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, meh. It's about average. And then we, well, it's mainly me because you didn't drink any of it. I was like, no thanks. I already know I'm gonna hate it. So yeah, I, I gave it a three point seven five. So it's higher than the average. Yeah. Um, but I mean, overall, you know, overall, it wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't underwhelming. It was just right there. The flavor of the grapefruit was just there, um, but it was more of a smell. Next was, I think, my overall favorite was the wheat beer, but I tend to have an affinity for most wheat beers anyway. Yeah. No, I think you like the pineapple one better. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. We'll, we'll they see. They close. Yeah. We'll see. Um, this, this wheat beer, uh, super, super, super light, uh, 4.8 ABVs. And the website actually said that this had eight IBUs, which means you can't really taste bitter at all. Which is why I like it. Which is probably why I like it, yeah. <laughs> uh, beer Advocate says nothing. nothing. Uh, beer says nothing. Neither of those places actually had a uh, record for this that I could find. So that's, you know, uh, odd. But the website actually did have something. And it says the Bavarian wheat gives a hazy white look to this brew. Big banana and spice aroma. With a clean and creamy body that is full of flavor, yet light and dry on the finish. Um, Allison liked it. I did not mind it. I definitely uh, wouldn't have ever guessed that there was banana in this ever in my life. Yeah, definitely. So, I don't know very... where they got this big banana from, but it ain't in the beer. Yeah, I said the banana <laughs> flavor was a little light. <laughs> Uh, definitely had great reviews though. People seem to rave about this. One of the things that I saw on, on one of the comments were, uh, add some pineapple and this beer would be awesome. Oh wait, let me just order that one instead. Um, oh gosh. So, right. It's just, it's, you know, it's, they should mix this one with the pineapple one instead of the mango with the pineapple one. Yeah, but you, the pineapple one is already a wheat, so you're not really doing much to it. That's true. Right. So Untapped says, you know, despite some of the people writing on there, uh, 3.41, which is lower than the IPA. Um, more people who drink IPAs like that one. Uh, we gave it, because I think this is your rating, because I let you drink most of it, uh, 3.75. Yep. Yeah, so that's not bad. I liked it. I'd drink it again. That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> Next one down, Mango IPA. This was also mine. Yes, because obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. Six ABV, fifty-five IBUs. So it was. It's a little bit more bitter than the regular IPA. Probably comes from the mango. Yeah. Uh, the website says a blend of American two row and Vienna malts gives a deep copper appearance, which which is true. Full tropical fruit and uh, resinous, resinous, resonating like resonance notes. Yeah, so I don't it know resonates. What that. Yeah, resinous notes characterize the nose, and the big multi body lays a perfect foundation for the generous late 
additions of Citra and Cascade Hops. The finish is bold, firm, and complex. So, yeah. I like the way you wrote this. He literally wrote on our little thing, I had good expectations with this mango and IPA, but the mango failed to shine. Literally, period, space, underwhelming, period. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. There you have it. Dustin is underwhelmed. Yeah, I had high hopes uh, because I liked the IPA that adding mango would make it better. (laughs) And no. No, it didn't. Um, The mango just, yeah, like I said, the mango failed to shine. Overall untapped score was 3.59, which was surprising since Dustin was like, nah, it's a 3.25 tops. <laughs> yeah. The people on Beer Advocate didn't bother and Rape Beer didn't bother either, so. You can take that as you wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depending on what your thoughts are with that one. Right. Next is Dustin's traditional favorite, the stout. Stout. Because dark beers are your friends. Yeah. This was an imperial stout. I think I actually didn't mind this one because it was so light. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would like want to drink it like a whole like giant you know twenty two ounce glass of it. But it wasn't considering like what I expect when I get a stout. That was like a black lager stout, like not like a stout yeah, stout. Yeah, right. Even though it was an imperial with a nine point four ABV, the IBUs were only twenty five, and that's what kind of helped it be mild. Uh, beer Advocate didn't have a score, but there was something on Rape Beer, finally. Finally? Yeah, 32 overall with 11 style. So Rape Beer <laughs> hated this beer. 11 style. Get over yourself. <laughs> What's the point? I don't know. Website. Deep, dark, concentrated malts comprise this stout. This rich beige head could float a bottle cap. Could it? I don't know. We should have tried it, apparently. Well, I should have read the website. Probably. A complex flavor profile of cola, fig, and dried fruit. The strong alcohol content warms and complements the background of hops. <laughs> yeah. Well, we would have had to have a uh, bottle cap to float a bottle cap in it, and we got... We just got flights. Flights. So. Yeah. All right, so this is the only beer that I actually wrote a comment on the untapped when I tapped it in. I wrote that it was pretty mild. Right, and I was expecting something a little bit stronger, especially with the nine ABVs, but the IBUs are really low, which makes it like really drinkable, especially for you when you had a sip, you did not hate it right away. I didn't want to vomit. Yeah, <laughs> right, it's true, and it was dark and creamy, but the stout flavor isn't that strong, which makes it you know not really a stout. Not well, it, yeah, it's it is a stout, but yeah, it's whatever for you. Uh, everyone pretty much agrees with me though. Three point five seven untapped score. And then I gave it a 3.50. Yes. So that's that's pretty good for that. All right. Next is the Fresh Hot Pilsner. It has 5.8 ABVs and 35 IBUs. Beer Advocate, again, did not have a score. But actually, Rate Beer did for once. Yay. So they gave it 52 overall and a 91 for style. So there you go. Not too yeah. bad. So basically all that states is, oh, look, very original. Your beer sucks, but it's original. Yeah, at least it looks cool. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so from the website, they call this the crown jewel. The combination of Pilsner brewing techniques and biscuit malts give this beer a slight amber color. Citra and Saz. Hmm. Saz? 
Saz. Saz, noble hops. <laughs> Give a bright lemon zest and a clean aromatic finish. So yeah. overall, we had a hard time identifying this beer, even though we had the paper with the name right in front of us. Right. We're like, what yeah. is this? We also had a really hard time finding this beer everywhere because the website says this is just their Pilsner. And then other places says the fresh hot Pilsner. And I couldn't find... What is this? I couldn't find, yeah, a good like mix between this. So the label and untap says fresh hop, but the website and others like right beer call it just a Pilsner. They have the same ABV, so it makes me think that it's okay, uh, which was, did you read them? 5.8 ABV, 35 IBUs? Yes, I did. Yeah. So it makes me think that it's okay because they're the same as they go through. Um, just with that, the name choice. Yeah. With that being said, it could have been better, but it was just too hoppy for me. Obviously, Fresh Hop Pilsner is then the name. Um, but, yeah, whatever. It wasn't. I didn't think it was that good. Uh, I like the lemon flavor, though. I was in there. Yeah, I get like saying it's fresh hot pilsner, like you're gonna say, "Oh, hey, look at all the hops," but then you're like, "But you're not expecting that if you're having a pilsner." Right. So it makes it very confusing. You're like, well, "What am I drinking?" Right. Sitting on the beach would have been fine. Well, you know? we kind of were. I know, but like, <laughs> like if I was like in like a yeah. an umbrella, just laying there, I think it would have been all right. But just a little too hoppy for my taste. So Untapped gave it a three point two, and Dustin gave it a three point two five. So. Right on target with the overall ratings from them. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving oh, wait, on. I, I read the wrong one. It's all right. It's fine. It's 3.44. It doesn't give it a three. Yeah. Meh. It's fine. Okay. Next one. <laughs> the Amber Lager. <laughs> this one, I expected Allison to like it. But... She just she was didn't really seem too fond of it. It's four point two ABVs and fifteen IBUs, so it's very light to drink. Uh, beer advocate said no score, and then Ray Beer had a fifty two overall ninety one style. Again, <laughs> interesting concept, but you suck. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really odd that it was the same. It really was. Um, from the website, toasty amber appearance with a slight haze. Biscuit malts and a classic European hop profile give this lager a balanced body with a slight floral accent. This was a very, very light beer, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, this is just like drinking one of those uh, Ted's Bulletin's dark lagers that they have, but like light version of it. Mm. So it, it seems something like that. I didn't mind it. It tasted, it t- I thought it tasted good. Um, it was I'll, all right. Yeah, Allison. Eh. It's all right. Yeah. I wish there were more reviews out there, though. I couldn't really find anything about this. So, I mean, it was just okay. I mean, it was biscuity. It was an amber. Yep. Pretty much exactly what it says. Yeah. But it wasn't like, blow your socks off. Yeah. Untapped, and I agree with the 3.2. And since I can't give it a .2, I gave it a 3.25. So we're roughly in the same boat. The light lager. So, overall... I think we decided that this tasted like a better version of Coors Light. So for all your Coors Light fans out there, sorry, not sorry, your beer sucks. <laughs> right. But not as good as Miller Light. So with 4.2 ABVs and a no information on their IBUs and no information from Beer Advocate or Rate Beer, we decided that it was all right for a late beer. But 
why would you go to a brewery like that? If you want a light beer, you can just go drink your, you know, normal light beers that, you know, you get yeah. all the time. Overall, Untapped gave it a 3.1. Dustin and I kind of decided that it was like maybe a 2.5. Yeah, we basically rate all the, the big three as a 2.5-ish. So yeah. having this at a 2.5 is uh, pretty much okay. And with that being said... Um, for places that we like to go to, may, we may not like light beers, but if we go to places that we want to go to and we bring uh, her mom and stepfather, this would be perfect beer for them to get because it's a light beer and they'll drink it. They're Coors people. Yeah, they're Coors people. So they'd probably be a fan of this. Yeah. So, you know, we're not trying to shit completely all over it, but. I didn't like, I don't like Coors Light if I have to pick between the big three. Like, if I have to rate them, that's my least favorite of the three. So, second to last beer. Well, kind of. Pineapple wheat. So, this one we really liked. It had 4.2 ABVs. And again, the IBUs were not available for us to check out. There was also no score on rate beer or beer advocate. So, again, kind of went into this one a little blind. But we really liked it. So, wheat plus pineapple, right? So, delicious. It was a little bit pineapple-y. Yeah, almost like a pureed pineapple taste. Like they were going to put like puree in like a martini or a margarita and then like, hey, let's just throw it with our beer. So they probably just threw it in the kettle <laughs> after they brewed their wheat and they just kind of threw it in the They're kettle like, and hey, let it go. hey, we got this extra pineapple. Let's just throw it in here. And we're like, yeah. all right. But it was good. I liked it. It was good. I like yeah. pineapple. I like beer. I like pineapple beer. Yeah, well, Ooh. you're in for a show because our next light episode that we do uh, is going to be pineapple beers. Pineapple beers. So yeah. stay tuned. Stay tuned for our psych episodes. Yes. All right. And last but not least, uh, this is their, I want to say seasonal, but it's kind of like a mix that they decided to do. This is called the 50-50 IPA. All right. Uh, if you're wondering what 50-50 is, it is 50% wheat pineapple or the wheat. pineapple wheat. And 50% mango IPA. So it makes it the IPA. This had a 4.2 ABV, so basically it didn't really change much between the IPA and the pineapple wheat. They kind of just killed the alcohol a little bit, I guess. Uh, No IBUs. Not available anywhere. Not available anywhere. No uh, beer advocate. No rape beer. Uh, This is basically just on untapped because it's just done at the... At the brewery. I don't think they have cans or bottles of this. Yeah. So. Just people who have gone have been able to rate it. But right. other than that, I don't think they make this to like go unless you get like a growler. Yeah. This was good too. Yeah. This was much better than just drinking the mango IPA. But it's kind of eh when it came to drinking the regular IPA. Uh, but it was a good mix of both the pineapple and the mango. It's kind of made it like a tropical beer, which has been kind of like my thing recently with the Tropicalia with Matt and the Tropicanon and Heavy Seas. Yeah, with uh, our Pirates episode. Yeah, with the Pirates episode. So it was a pretty good mix. Um, it could just kind of help clean up the overwhelming mango taste and just kind of made it like a tropical beer, which made it so much better. Um, if I were to get a pint... Of any of these things, this would probably be the second or third choice. <laughs> it really, it really was that you know pretty good. Good, yeah. I'm not a fan of the IPA, so 
for me, I was like, I don't do the hoppy, over hoppy flavor. So it kind of helped having the wheat in there, but it wasn't like, it was still pretty hoppy. Yeah. Considering it's right. an IPA. So you have half of that. So you look at that. Right. So uh, Untap says 3.42. Dustin, because Allison didn't rate it because she didn't try it, said 3.50. Yeah. So it was pretty, it was all right. It was pretty much, I don't say average because average would be three. It's a little bit above average. Uh, I can't complain. Right. So uh, we hope to continue doing these type of things. Uh, now that we are in Indianapolis, this is like the mecca of breweries in Indiana. Yeah. Um, we have lots of things. We'll have Sun King nearby, so we'll have a lot probably. Yeah, Fountain Square has yeah. a brewer, brewery company we'll there. have to go to Tapper's Arcade because we can play video games while we drink beer. Yeah, the, the Pint Room has like 125 taps. Munster, yes. Indiana is just around the corner. We have options. Yep. Lafayette's not that far either, oh, so we yeah. can go to Taxman. Ta- Taxman is down in Bargersville. Oh, is it? Yeah, Taxman is down in Bargersville. What's on Lafayette? Peoples. Peoples. Yeah. So we have we have choices. We have choices. choices. So we'll uh, we'll actually do these. I actually am enjoying this episode. Uh, we could just call this the Wolf Brew Capades. Brews Capades? Brew. Brew Capades. Brew Capades. Yeah, there we go. The Wolf Brew Capades. Because I will be wolf soon. Well, we are married now. Yeah, but I haven't changed my official name yet. But yeah. it's okay. It's fine. We are now married... It is Woo-hoo. the Wolf Brew Capades episode number one. Boom. Boom. It's a thing now. It is a thing now. Watch out, people. Watch out. Watch out. All right. So, yeah, uh, we are going to do another light episode coming up soon. We're probably going to do a few light episodes just to keep going with the podcast. Uh, I think the guys would appreciate that. Until and- we can make a trip up to see them and do some more recording. All together. Yeah. So you could find us on Facebook uh, at uh, facebook.com slash drinking geek out. You can find us on the Hopped Up Network. Just Google Hopped Up Network and you can see the list of breweries. Or you can just go to our specific page, which is the Hopped Up Network.com slash drinking hyphen geek out. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, all those things which is the at drinking geek out. We have an email, Gmail account, uh, drinking geek out at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. So that's everywhere you can find us is where the podcast is going to be. Um, cause it's just strictly beer, nothing special. So it won't be on confection confessions. All right. So, uh, we like to, uh, we'd like to ask you guys to review us. Uh, we've been kind of chugging along for a year now. Uh, we actually have equipment that makes us sound much better now. Uh, so, you know, our podcasts are you know, going great, going strong. But it's we need more help. We need you guys to tell us what you would like to hear, what you would like us to drink. And we need to, you know, fix something or, you know, anything like that. So we could do a better job for you. So... With that being said, please go to any of our websites that we have, drinkinggeekout.us. Leave comments on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, something. Social media us to yeah. the death. To- social media us to the death. Or send us emails. Uh, that works too. Uh, so until next time, deuces, gooses. I, I, don't even, I don't even know how Keith usually ends it.
I don't either. Yeah. I guess nobody really ever listens to the end. Well, we don't have to. We know what he's going to say, but apparently we don't. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if anyone knows. Maybe they'll comment. You should leave this in. I'm going to. Tell us how Keith needs to end the show better. That way it's memorable, because apparently it's not memorable. <laughs> Maybe I just, like, I just have a recording of it, and I just don't throw it in there. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Proud member of the Hopped Up Network.